Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Welcome to the Daily Download. I'm Brenna Nath, HW Plus Managing Editor here at HousingWire. And today's episode features two change agents at the Quicken Loans and the Rock family of companies who are making an impact not only in our industry, but in the nation for their work on diversity, inclusion, and systemic change. Those two change agents are Trina Scott, Chief Diversity Officer at Quicken Loans, and Laura Graneman, Vice President of Strategic Investments at Quicken Loans Community Fund. It was a privilege to be able to interview both of these women and hear the impact they're having, and I hope everyone who is listening is able to walk away with ideas or conversation starters on how they can bring this change into their own communities or companies. It is cliche, but at the end of the day, change starts with you. This interview spotlights my kudos feature for the August issue, which covers the impact people are having in our industry that goes beyond the four walls of the office. These two interviews in particular are extra special too, so be sure to check out the August issue when it comes out to learn why. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. To kick off this episode of The Daily Download, I wanted to note real fast that both of these interviews are condensed for the podcast, but I wanted to pull out sections from each of the interviews that showcase the work they're doing and the ways we can implement change in our own world. The first part features Trina Scott, Chief Diversity Officer at Quicken Loans, and for some quick background on her, after the death of George Floyd, Quicken Loans CEO Jay Farner released this statement. And I quote, as the CEO of the Rock family of companies with more than 30,000 team members across the United States, I am committed to ensuring our African-American team members feel safe. More importantly, our team members need to continue to be heard and feel comfortable expressing pain and frustration without fear of reprisal. In partnership with Trina Scott, our chief diversity officer, and leaders across the family of companies, I'm immediately instituting a plan of action to advance meaningful and lasting discussions on race, police brutality, and inclusion. Scott expanded on this comment in this interview with HousingWire, and here's that comment. Well, it's it's been fascinating. Um, You know, I'm an African-American woman. I'm from the city of Detroit. And, uh, you know, on top of dealing with COVID-19 and the inequities that have come out from that, whether it be healthcare inequities, um, um, all the other things that we know we've heard about, um, that was one major impact that we were addressing as an organization. And we went right into action. I'm, I'm proud to say that, um, you know, we really had a plan in place that we kept our team members safe and we continue to do that. Um, and so those same principles apply to anything else. So. Um, when George Floyd was murdered, um, we have what are called employee resource groups in the industry, but we don't like the word employee. So team member resource networks are our version of ERGs, employee resource groups. And so our employee resource group that's focused on African-American team members, um, but also allies can be a part of that network. Um, they had an impromptu town hall session 
and it really wasn't a town hall session. It was a just kind of um, every team member who either identified or um, was a part of this network shared how they were feeling about what we have, many of us have seen in our lifetime, um, but now it was really profound that it was seen by the world. And um, there were a lot of raw emotions that came out of that. Um, and as the chief diversity officer, but also as just Trina, uh, the daughter of Michelle and Dwight, I said to myself, um, um, and I promised our team members that I would take action. And so um, I'm a part of our um, leadership team, senior leadership team. And the very next day, we meet every Friday, I brought it to the senior leadership team. I shared my own personal um, position and feelings, and we went right into action. Um, and so our action plan is nothing new of the things that I described around my diversity and inclusion plan. But as um, our vice chairman told me, it's put the pedal to the metal. It's time to move forward very quickly and accelerate. I know there's a lot packed into that comment from Trina Scott and the interview dove into so much more. But before we switch gears and share this clip from Laura, I also wanted to share this other comment from Trina. When I asked her as we were wrapping up the interview, if there's anything else she wanted to share or any final comment she'd give to this industry. Yeah, I think that we all have to feel comfortable with being uncomfortable. And uh, I think that's the most important thing that Again, there's no playbook for this. Um, you can't turn to chapter seven, you know, section six, that'll tell you how to deal with a pandemic and a racial uprising. Um, so I think the first and most important thing is giving each other space and grace. I also think as a black woman, it is important that um, non-black team members um, are not leaning on black team members to give all the answers. You don't have it. There's a great resource called Google. And there's a lot of information out there that People are curious about why um, um, the Black community is feeling the way that it's feeling. I think doing some self-research is super important. And then thinking of just self, I think self-reflection is so important. Uh, we have been doing a lot of self-reflecting internally um, so that we can start to figure out um, you know, different things about who we are. Um, and this is just a different space and time. Uh, again, this is nothing that um, I think any organization has ever had to think about, but I like to say that we're thinking about it in a very introspective way uh, so that we can turn the mirror on ourselves individually and then turn the mirror on ourselves as, a, as an organization and then hopefully help to give that reflection out to the industry writ large. But we're, we're listening and learning internally and we're doing the same externally. So that's where we are in the process. Um, it is the most uh, most challenging uh, thing that I've had in my professional life, but uh, as my parents always told me that, you know, um, you were um, in this position for a reason. I, I've been called to this work. This is not work that is a job for me. It's something that I live. So um, I'm happy to learn from others and I'm happy to share as much as others want uh, to have that exchange. So thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. While I know Trina Scott just gave a lot there to unpack, pause, think, and reflect on, I want to switch gears into the second part of this interview for the Daily Download, which was with Laura Graneman, Vice President of Strategic Investments at the Quicken Loans Community Fund. For some quick background here, Laura oversees the philanthropic arm of Quicken Loans and the Rock family of companies, helping drive systemic change through investing $30 million annually. 
During our call, Laura explained why she founded the organization, saying that it's not just their philanthropic capital, although their philanthropic capital is really important, but the best way to make an impact in their communities has been to pull all of their different resources together and leverage them at the same time towards one mission. The fund makes data-driven investments in housing, employment, and public life, but to spotlight just its housing impact in 2019, they created communities to house nearly 7,000 veterans through the Built for Zero initiative, a movement of more than 80 communities redefining what is possible and what it takes to end homelessness. For this interview in the Daily Download, I wanted to highlight Laura's advice to others in the industry on how they can help create impactful change. Here's what Laura had to say on the matter. I think the, the, you know, one of the keys for us has been to be able to draw upon the many resources that we have across the family of companies. So the, the pairing of our investments with in particular policy change um, at the local and at the national level has been really key. Um, in order to inform that, though, it, it always goes back to, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it always goes back to listening and understanding the situation first. And generally, um, although we all think that you know, we're the best to answer a lot of questions, usually it's better to take a step back and listen to the, the people who are going through some of the, the situations that we're trying to address um, before we try to, to lift up any solutions. There's been lots of examples of, of solutions that have been made with the best of intentions, but that don't land well because you just haven't done that groundwork. So my first piece of advice, I think, would be really to deeply understand um, the landscape of the area that you're trying to, to, to impact um, before getting too engaged. We're going to close out today's podcast episode with that piece of advice from Laura. And as a reminder, these are only sound bites from the full kudos interview that goes live at the start of August. So be sure to check the full interview out then. This magazine feature is also the unveiling of our all new magazine relaunch, which Kelsey Ramirez, our magazine editor who's on the podcast this week, has been working hard on. The deadline to get a physical copy of the magazine in time is today. So this is our gentle nudge and a way to say don't miss out and subscribe today to double down on that gentle nudge for every subscriber that takes a picture of the August issue post it on social media and it tags us housing wire will donate five dollars to MBA open doors foundation which is a foundation dedicated to helping families in a crisis keep their home if you have any questions feel free to shoot me an email at bnat at housingwire.com and Elsina Lloyd will be back again here on Monday with all the latest news have a wonderful weekend 